0: eat drink dfw from the dallas morning news is made possible by central market
1: hey north texas food fans welcome to eat drink dfw from the dallas morning news each week, we dish on the local restaurant scene, food and drink trends, cooking and shopping tips, and unpack everything that makes North Texas one of the most vibrant, diverse, and ambitious food scenes in the country. I'm your host, food editor Erin Bookie, and today is a pizza takeover. Woo! We'll be talking about all things pizza in North Texas, from historic Dallas restaurants to our favorite pizza memories. It's going to be really fun and maybe a little bit cheesy, and it all gets started right after this.
0: Central Market is really into food. Like fish flown in so fresh it still has jet lag into food. Our sourdough starter has been around since grunge was a thing into food. We're talking more prime cuts than a greatest hits album into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then we're the HQ for you. Whether you're a make-every-recipe-in-the-cookbook-foodie or a my-favorite-recipe-is-reheat type who just digs the delectable, no place makes every day more delicious like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This segment I am calling Pizza Thoughts and Feels. So be sure to visit dallasnews.com slash food after this for detailed show notes of everything we talk about. And if you want us to answer your questions or talk about something specific, email us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. So today is a very special pizza takeover episode and Pizza Getty in East Dallas has graciously let us camp out in a corner of their restaurant to chat and eat, and as you can tell, you'll be hearing some pizza noise in the background and people talking, <laughs> um, and we'll be talking with Pizza Getty owner Kyle Rotenberry later. But right now, I'm here with food reporters Sarah Blaskovich and Claire Baller and our producer Julie Fisk. Sarah, you've done a lot of research on this.
2: I've heard a lot of people casually ask me where the best independently owned pizza is in Dallas. I've also heard a lot of people say, and I think I've heard myself say too, that we aren't a pizza town. And I don't like this because I don't think that can be true once you really dive into it. We've had restaurants serving quote unquote pizza pies since the late 40s and into the 50s. And then there were a bunch of restaurants in the 60s that opened. We've had several waves of interesting and influential pizza joints open a decade or so ago as well. Then during the pandemic, pizza had another major moment in Dallas-Fort Worth. So I pose the question to both of you, are we a pizza town?
1: Yes, that's what I say. But I think one of the issues is that it's so big here. All of North Texas and everything is really spread out. So you don't have like this core Dallas area that has all the pizza vibes. And there are so many options. You know, you can get any kind of pizza that you want here. So I think Dallas is a pizza town. And I think Dallas folks love that kind of food. The nostalgic classic food. But then also mixing in some of the experimental new stuff.
2: As you as can as put anything goes. on a pizza. That's exactly. true, Aaron. Yeah. And I people mean, do.
3: It's a beautiful <laughs> canvas. <laughs> you know, I think Dallas is a pizza town for the people who live here. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dallas is a pizza town nationally. That does come down to the fact that we don't have our own pizza. There's no Dallas-style pizza that's on menus elsewhere. But, right. but I think that when you are here, living here in North Texas, you can find just about any kind of pizza that you want. I've never heard of anyone saying, like, man, there's just not enough pizza around here.
4: Julie, are we a pizza town? I do think we're a pizza town, but I think part of the problem is that Dallas in general is really just hundreds of communities, cultures, and cities masquerading as one town. (laughs) No, we're not technically a one pizza town. We're in all kinds of pizza town. So that probably dilutes it a little bit, you know? Sure. Like what Claire said, you're right. You're not going to go to Nashville and order a Dallas pizza. But if you're here, we're going to have every type of pizza that you want.
2: Yeah. Something I love about pizza is that when you ask where do you get pizza? There's usually a pretty specific answer. And we posed this question of Dallas Morning News readers, and we got some hilarious responses and some passionate responses. Some of that seems to stem back to memories as a kid, I think. So do you guys have any stories about eating pizza as a kid.
1: Yeah I have a lot of Pizza Hut memories. I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. So that was the place to go and we're talking about the old school Pizza Hut with the roof. Yeah. And the booths and the big salad bar that you sort of felt like you had to go to but didn't want to. <laughs> That's um, so true. Oh my god. <laughs> there were a lot of events that we would have like after band practice um, and Pizza Hut was always like a meetup spot. So I kind of miss those retro sit-down places and Pizza Getty here is kind of giving me that vibe and it makes me really nostalgic.
4: See I'm totally with you Erin. I have been spending my life to reclaim that Pizza Hut moment (laughs) when I was like 12 (laughs) years old and eating pizza at the sit-down Miss Pac-Man table and drinking soda from a pitcher because we would always go like yes right after my sister's basketball games. So I got to hang out with all the teenage girls and feel super cool. I don't even know if the pizza was any good at that moment, but there's no topping that. I'd do pretty much anything to find one of those old school pizza hut with a little hut on top of the building with a sit-down Miss Pac-Man.
3: Yeah, that's nostalgia right
2: there.
4: Yeah. Claire, did you
2: grow up eating pizza? Yeah,
3: but I don't really have like super strong memories of it. To me, what I remember is like we would get DiGiorno. (laughs) 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 It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. No shame. And it was was exciting. And I remember like picking off bits of cheese before it went in the oven because I like, couldn't wait. And that was a really exciting thing. Growing up, Like we didn't really have pizza places in our neighborhood. I'm from Mesa, Arizona. That is not a pizza town. <laughs> That's not a pizza town. <laughs> no. But then in college, I so I went to college here in the Dallas area, and the closest thing was an E-Fertelli, and that was great.
2: There's a late night E-Fertelli moment, I think, for every 20-something in this town. Definitely.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: I, I think Julie hit on something that there's the right moment for pizza when you're a kid and in my house and like raise your hand it's friday night pizza oh for sure and as a working parent now i super get it you've you've survived the whole week you have Mm -hmm. to feed two little monsters who live in your house rent free and it's pizza And either you take them to the place, and there are so many good places in DFW, we'll talk about that in just a second, or you get delivery, or if you're Claire, you You get get DiGiorno. DiGiorno. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, everybody likes it, and everybody's happy, and mom and dad didn't have to cook. Pizza is the perfect food for the tired mom and dad, and uh, there's something to that too, I think. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and it's celebratory, and like kickback, like, hey, it's the weekend, we get to stay up late maybe watch a movie yes you know
2: okay so now we have to ask about favorite pizza places in dfw yeah Uh, you can send your hate mail to eat drink at (laughs) dfw.com just kidding um but we can't mention every place in town and we won't but i i want to hear genuinely where do you guys like to eat pizza in town
1: yeah i live in plano and we have a lot of pizza options although i do wish we had a conoroso we do not so Jay Jerryer, if you're listening, please email please. eat dot com. <laughs> please, please open, please open a Conoroso in Plano. Um, we have a Campeses, so that's a go to, and we also have a place called Covino's. That place has been around forever, and they do some business. Like if you I'm go gonna, there, I would like to put
2: a plus one on Covino's. Yes. As a kid raised in Plano, and my best friend's family loved Covino's. That place is. So wonderful. Yeah. Worth the drive from Dallas. There's a tip.
1: So Covino's is a big go-to. And then in Plano, we also have Dough Pizzeria, which we go to a lot. And a Zalat pizza just opened. I love Zalat because I love the Sriracha.
3: That's like a Sriracha ranch. Yes.
1: Exactly.
2: Yes.
3: Hard to say when you're drunk. Sriracha. That is
1: like, I will just dip my entire pizza in. And pizza itself is good. But like, the, the sauce is great. Oh, and one thing I will say, we do get the Pizza Hut and Domino's occasionally. But mostly for the boneless wings, chicken wings, we get which those are a just lot. nuggets. Right? They're nuggets, okay. yes.
2: <laughs> I think the marketing person who came up with the term boneless chicken wings is making a dollar every time someone says it. Maybe
3: good clarification, Claire. I Connie Roast is a big go-to for me. I love Neapolitan pizza. That's my favorite kind of pizza. Why? Ooh, I think. Um, okay, let's break it down. I love the wood fire bubbly edge. Yep. Okay, I love the like soft middle as you get to the middle. Uh It should be hard to eat with your hands. Or it's kind of a two-hander, like you hold it like a baby, up at the crust and then down at the bottom. Exactly. You go to Naples and you will actually see people using a fork and a knife. Uh I don't use a fork and a knife. Partenope downtown is also great. Love them, especially when I'm at the office. And then honestly, I, I like going to Italy for a slice. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have a great um, pizza by the slice situation, and they have pretty classic Italian offerings for toppings, you know, like rosemary and potato and mortadella and things like that that I love.
1: You can also get dough there. Yes. And you have to make your own pizza.
3: And at at Jimmy's. The key to make your own pizza at home is to have a like scalding hot cast iron pan that you're putting your dough into and that's how you get like a crispy bottom yeah, the situation. Bottom. And yeah. does
2: Jimmy's crust come frozen? Yes. I um, ask because some fairly good dough can come frozen, but uh-huh. then you have to be the mom who's thinking ahead. Yeah, and that's not st- my strong yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Sarah, what
2: about what about you? I love pizza so much. Okay. I love pizza so much that I had it yesterday for dinner. I had it the same pizza this morning cold for breakfast and then we're just about to eat pizza together because um, I am committed to this pizza podcast takeover, <laughs> yes. and it's my fault that all of this is happening. Um, okay, where I <laughs> like to eat. Here's kind of an interesting one. I like DeLuca in the design district. Oh, yeah. It is so fun for groups, and it's become my family's new birthday spot. It's like CeCe's, but gourmet. So they bring around different kinds of pizza, little skinny slivers, and you just go like, yes, I would like the pepperoni with truffle, or no thank you, and then you know, give them four minutes, and they bring around another and another. And some are traditional some are not my kids really like it there and my dad who's in his 60s and loves fine wine with pizza also likes it there and everybody in between so DeLuca For Connie Rosso, I like it a lot. I almost always get the Honey Bastard or Bust. Really good. Neapolitan pizza is not my favorite kind of pizza, but in the right moment, that pizza is very fun. Guilty pleasure. We are a Domino's pizza delivery family when the kids choose and when we're just low on time and hungry. I think that Domino's is the superior chain delivery pizza company, and I will go to the grave on that. (laughs) So maybe there are other good ones. I've tried them, and I think you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> and then um, I still hang on to memories of snagging a seat at the tiny original Fireside Pies on Henderson Avenue yes. in Dallas. Yeah, There's something a little bit romantic about that place. You can see the fire as they bring them out. I also thought that the patio was really cute. Fireside Pies has changed over the years, and they possibly still make a good pie, but I will say it's not the same as it used to be, and that original um, has some memories locked inside there for me that I can't quite recover.
1: Yeah, I like fireside pies on Henderson, and there was always a wait. So you always had about two glasses of wine yes. on the patio beforehand while you were waiting. So that made the pizza even better, I think. I think, think that's so. such a
2: good point. And there was something fun about it. Yeah. It was like, it was fine to wait for just a little bit because Henderson was bustling. Right. And it was just a—it's a place you wanted to be.
3: I think I see pizza. Pizza's here, and I smell you it. Guys, my stomach has been growling like, uh, like audibly. <laughs> yes, me. I think not the. Yep. So you your friends? Thank That's you. Supreme.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Go, do go it. it. Whoa. Go under.
2: I'm, I'm saving myself for the, the Canadian bacon. Okay, there's
1: a good
3: cheese pull.
2: Ooh, it's like nice and steamy. there are
3: oh.
1: jalapenos on there.
3: Ooh, there it goes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah cheers. That's, that's pizza cheers. Name. Cheers, that's, <laughs> <a> pizza. Pizza. <laughs> that's just how you say pineapple in
1: Spanish. I have a confession about Supreme Pizza, though. Like, okay. when I was a kid, sometimes my family would order the delivery pizza, and my parents loved the Supreme but, like, would never get just cheese. So I was forced to eat the Supreme. it's no. a really like,
2: tough moment for a child. Do
1: you
3: just make it cheese yourself by taking I would take off everything You know, off. though,
2: there's essence left behind. There is. There there's is. The it was never that
3: great. Because I've got a raw Onions. onion issue, mm-hmm. and
2: it's, like, lightly cooked onion on pizza. You take that off, and, yeah. whoa, you can't forget.
1: Yeah. So it was kind of like sometimes a compromise, if they were being nice to their children that weekend, would be to get <laughs> the Canadian bacon and pineapple.
2: All right, so I want to talk about Canadian bacon pizza. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, Word on the street is that this is a controversial topic, whether Canadian bacon and pineapple, which, as we know, is hot (laughs) once it comes out of the oven. Do Canadian
3: bacon and pineapple belong on a pizza? Claire? This is not something I would order. Let's just say that. The hot fruit and hot cheese uh, has never appealed to me. Have you had it before? You know, I know that I have. I could not tell you when. So Um, can we do this? Yeah. I'm We're going
2: to make Claire, okay. this is, let's call it a Claire dare. <laughs> yes,
3: good one. We're going to make Claire
2: eat Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza, which I happen to love. Erin, you like it? Yes, I yep. love it.
1: I actually haven't had it in a really long time, so.
2: Here comes that hot fruit, Claire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not bad. Conceptually, right, you, we see these pizzas nowadays. So many places are putting hot honey on their pizza. Yes. they're They're mm-hmm. introducing a sweet element. So this is not far off from that. I get it. You gonna get, get it s- next time? Uh, probably not. Okay. Now we have to try Canadian
1: bacon and pineapple with the sauces. They just Sorry. brought us garlic cream and garlic ranch. Cream and ranch. Okay, I think that's ranch that I just.
2: Never brought. had garlic cream on pizza before. So, an update for everybody listening at home: Claire has eaten three quarters of her Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza that she claims to not <laughs> enjoy.
3: Okay, and so this. This is the deluxe, and it has sausage, black olives, green olives, mushrooms, uh, green jalapenos. bell pepper, jalapenos, which we added. Does it come with that? I think it's an option. Okay. Pepperoni. Oh, and some uh, white onion. Serious Supreme Pizza.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. We're going to take a break and eat our pizza, but stick around. We'll talk to Kyle and hit some of the historical high points in pizza history in North Texas.
2: So the idea for this Pizza Takeover podcast was inspired by Dallas Morning News reader David Brooks. Thank you, David. He says he moved to Dallas in 1968, the same year Pizza Getty opened in East Dallas. It is one of the oldest existing pizza joints in North Texas, and we're here with Kyle Rotenberry to learn a little bit more about its history. So Kyle, tell me who started Pizza Getty and why.
5: So Pizza Getty was started by my Uncle Dave that lived in sacramento at the time and he just uh, went to the local library grabbed all the papers and decided that jobs were in dallas <laughs> so he um he got in his car he drove with my aunt and they uh stayed at the lawn view motel over on Lawnview and 30 and then uh-huh. the next day he ended up renting an apartment on Rieger, and he went to the landlady and said what do people do for work around here you're kidding no i'm serious <laughs> And so she goes, well, my uh, my son started these pizza places. Maybe you can talk to him. And it was the uh, one of the Stillmans who started Pizza Inn. So my uncle was a franchisee number five with uh, Pizza Inn. And then in the meantime, my dad was in San Francisco, and my other uncle was in Memphis. He somehow persuaded them to move to Texas. And as my dad liked to tell the story, he would say, well what are you making there and he goes well I'll pay you the same and he goes well I didn't realize it's going to go from working 40 hours a week to 80 hours a week so they moved here and then uh, eventually Pizza Inn went through a series of uh, corporate type takeovers and they uh, they switched over to Pizzagetti so there was a place on Garland Road that was a Pizzagetti eventually and then our original location was on Lakeland Ferguson so we were there then we moved up the road and we've been here since 1988.
2: And how many Pizzagettis were there over the years?
5: Um, There's probably been as many as 10.
2: Oh, my goodness. What does the name Pizzagetti mean?
5: Really just a stroke of genius here. It's uh, pizza and spaghetti, short for spaghetti. (laughs) I like um, it. This is up for debate in the Chronicles of History, but my dad says that it was supposed to be G-H-E-T-T-I, but the man that made the sign misspelled it. And he had the money in hand, so there was really no out. So ah. he's like, G-E-T-T-I sounds good to me. Well, and it stuck. Let's go with that. Yeah, so.
2: Oh, that's good. And through the years, has the menu changed a lot?
5: No, it's um, pretty much the same. We, mm-hmm. we uh, added lasagna in about 1990 and put a, put a larger size in about 1992. And I uh, think they dropped off oysters off the menu sometime in the early 70s. Oysters at a pizza smoked place. Smoked oysters was a thing on pizzas. And,
2: oh, on um, the pizza? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know that. I love smoked oysters so much, I don't know that I want them on a pizza.
5: Maybe we can try. We'll see.
2: For anybody who's listening to this, if you have had smoked oysters on pizza in Dallas, I want to hear the whole story. Tell us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. Okay, Kyle, what are your best-selling pizzas?
5: Pretty standard. Pepperoni moves like crazy. And the Pizza Deluxe, which is a combination of everything. The way our menu is structured is you kind of name your own pizza and then we'll price it accordingly. Um, I'm a big believer that you pay for the first three ingredients and then kind of want to balance it out. So you really shouldn't have to pay much more than that. I've been to some pizza places where if you order seven ingredients, they're going to charge you for each ingredient. Totally. And you're going to walk out with there with a $35 pizza. And
2: this is the antithesis of, like, the guac cost extra at Chipotle. I love it. Tell me about your dad, Kyle. What was he like?
5: So dad's a Marine. He passed away two years ago. But mm-hmm. he was just, um, he was fun. He worked a lot. And he was a <laughs> I had a Seinfeld moment. My father was a stern man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he... Uh, Work and family, and those were his two things. And his, his uh, hobby was gardening. That was his Mississippi roots. If he wasn't gardening, then it was family time. It was uh, gather around. Let's uh, go to Denny's at 10.30 at night because we were a non-traditional family. So
2: Who he, ran a restaurant? Right, so You so do what you can. You,
5: you do things differently. But he was just fun. He was my good friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just chat about normal things. And he just had a lot of good country witticisms. And I'm really proud of his time in the Marines, and he would always bring that up any chance he got. So.
2: That's wonderful. How do you think that you keep a longtime restaurant like Pizza Getty going in honor of your uncles and in honor of your dad?
5: It's kind of funny because that's what starts the whole thing, but then you just kind of find yourself making a living. But it is a, a daily communion with the previous generations because I'm doing what they did. And then as I get older, I know what their struggles were or what their annoyances were or what the things that they never talked about and just fought through were. So that's kind of what makes it cool because we kind of paint our patriarchs as saints. And then uh, you realize they were just doing the best they could. And sometimes it wasn't perfect, but they knew how to get through a moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's my dad's gift to me was kind of showing me that. Because I'll have those moments like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of dad.
2: That's cool. Those are good answers. Um, Last question from me. Is Dallas a pizza town? We've been arguing about it.
5: I think so. The the thing about Dallas that makes it different than other towns is it doesn't have a doesn't have its own pizza identity, right? So you have Detroit style came out of nowhere here recently. You've always had New York style, Chicago style, our style. It's just what I grew up with, so it's what I know, but The people that seem to be the most pleased with us are displaced people from Ohio and Illinois and Indiana and they'll come in like your pizza tastes just like home can you cut it in squares (laughs) and you can right and I can I "I went to college for that (laughs) (laughs) but uh they do they they ask us to cut it in squares and it's it becomes a, a point of you know, hominess for them. So that that's kind of cool. And that, you know, with Dallas being kind of a transient town, I think, you know, we've been around long enough that we've seen these growth booms in Dallas, you know, 60s, early 80s, late 90s now, where people come that there's, there's opportunity to find an attachment to home through pizza. And I think Dallas does a good job of that.
2: It's so wonderful to talk to you, Kyle. Yeah, thank, too, thank you.
5: Hey, listeners, this is Christopher Wynn. I'm the arts and entertainment editor for the Dallas Morning News. And that thankfully includes the food team that you're listening to right now. What I love about this beat is that food stories are people stories. Restaurants say a lot about who we are, our culture and the health and well-being of our communities. If you wanna help continue supporting this good work, it's easy. Just subscribe to the Dallas Morning News and become a member. You'll find a special offer just for listeners at dallasnews.com slash listen.
1: All right. So, Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about the history of pizza and DFW? How has the scene changed over time?
2: Yes. So the late 60s seemed to be a good time for pizza and DFW. That's when Pizza Getty opened, where we're sitting today. Also, Mama's Pizza in Fort Worth and Parton's Pizza in Fort Worth opened uh, in the late 60s as well. Jim's Pizza opened in McKinney in 1969. Now, I'm not putting Dallas-Fort Worth pizza historian on my resume just yet, but okay. um, we need to dip back a little bit to mention Dallas' oldest pizza joint, if we're going to talk about history. That would be Campese's. It opened in 1950, but they started testing their pizza recipes, I believe, in the late 40s at a okay. different restaurant that wasn't a pizza shop. Another nostalgic shop for a long time, Dallasites, is Pizza by Marco. It's been open since 1956. And if you want an interesting side story about that, Pizza by Marco changed its name to My Family's Pizza about a decade ago when they got sued over the name, which they had not trademarked. Mm. Then a tornado destroyed their pizza restaurant at Preston Royal and they moved. So today, the restaurant formerly known as Pizza by Marco, formerly known as My Family's Pizza, is trying out yet a third name, Pizza Gianna. But they've been around for a very long time. Oh, I love that. Name or no name. Blast into the 80s, and you've got Louis, open since 1987. A lot of people love that place. Yeah. Then we also have newer age pizza joints like Fireside Pies, Cane Rosso, Sirius Pizza, Cadillac Pizza Pub, Eno's, Gapco, Partinope's, A Lot, Zoli's, and more.
1: That's a lot. And there's a lot of different styles here as well, as we've talked about before. Like, you can pretty much get anything you want. So what do we have here?
2: Um, Neapolitan Pizza is a great place to start. And Claire did a good discussion of what Neapolitan Pizza is. Cane Rosso and Olivella's are best known for emulating this style. They're cooked in a super hot oven, and a fun fact about eating at a Neapolitan pizza restaurant is that you don't wait very long for your pizza, because they cook for like three minutes or less. So then we have Detroit-style pizza, which you can find at Thunderbird Pies and Big D Pizza in East Dallas. Motor City Pizza in Louisville, and a chain called Jet's Pizza in the DFW suburbs. Now, Detroit-style pizza has crust that's crispy on the outside, um, but it's sort of tall like focaccia, mm-hmm. rectangular in shape. There are a lot of rules with Detroit-style pizza, let me say. It has to have Wisconsin brick cheese, and it has to have two racing stripes of sauce on top of all the ingredients.
1: And so what about Chicago-style pizza? People are asking me about this, um, and I remember when we had Gino's restaurants open in North Texas, but they are no longer here, right?
2: Yeah, they didn't make it, Aaron. and... Chicago deep dish notoriously takes a long time to cook. I have no idea if that's a reason why it didn't work in DFW, but it is sort of like a turning tables problem. Now, Chicago has another signature style of pizza, which is a thin crackery crust. And so we don't have deep dish to my knowledge, but uh, we do have this crackery crust. If you want to try that, they're doing it at DL Max in University Park.
1: I will try that.
3: One thing that I feel like we are missing, though, is a spot that does the very classic Roman street. Style pizza, which is a thin crust sold by the slice. Sprezza, which is no longer with us, used to do a Roman-style pizza like that. But I don't think that we have one. If we are wrong, if I'm wrong about that, please let me know because I would love to find a spot that does. Claire, how do people find us? They can find us at eatdrinkatdallasnews.com.
1: Or on the Twitter somewhere (laughs) there. (laughs) So, what about Rhode Island style pizza? What is that?
2: Um, I had my first slice of Rhode Island style pizza last night. They have it at Goodbye Horses on SMU Boulevard in Dallas, and the dough is cold fermented for several days before they bake it. I got a bit of a sourdough moment mm-hmm. from the crust as I was eating it. The chef described it to me as crispy and airy. Can confirm it's also good cold as breakfast, because I had it again this morning, because remember, I'm like so, so into this pizza thing. But Rhode Island-style pizza, I do not know anything else about it besides what I had learned from these people. And so I can't speak for the style. I can speak for what this one pizza was and how the chef tried to emulate it based on when he learned to make it in
3: Rhode Island. I like the um, sourdough angle. Okay, so what I keep thinking about and wondering is if Dallas did have its own pizza, What would that be? Like, would it be in the deep dish kind of vein? Would we have a pizza that's more thin crust? Would it be cut in squares? In the shape of Texas?
1: Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not an option? (laughs) I want to see somebody try (laughs) it.
3: Like, what, what would that look like? And is anyone out there, like, trying to come up with one?
1: I honestly, like, when I think of Dallas pizza, I do think of Campisi's. The big oval pizza cut into squares?
2: Uh, My stupid thought to Claire's good question (laughs) is I would create a pizza made by Dallas people and their best things so i would have marixa trejo from la casita make a dough <laughs> I love this. and then we would get cheese from paula at mozzarella company and then we would have one of our favorite barbecue places i'll call it cadillac put brisket on top i don't know what dallas pizza is but if i were to make a dallas obsessed pizza it would have all of dallas's best things made by dallas's best
3: people on it good answer Sarah, I have to call you out on something really fast. Okay. There are pizza bones sitting on your plate. What's a pizza bone? <laughs> it's, the, it's the part of the top that you like have left over. Wait, the crust? So I guess it's the crust. Is this <laughs> what you guys call pizza crust in your I, house? I always call them pizza bones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. It's so weirdly graphic. But do you not eat them? Okay. Crust is the least favorite part of the pizza oh, right. for me. About, okay. And I'm not obsessed with bread. So, I want to eat the best parts and then I want to get into the next slice to eat the best
3: parts. Will you eat them like if you have ranch? Yeah. Only if you have ranch. Now, let's talk about
2: ranch though. Do do we put ranch on our pizza? And do you do it when you're drunk and when you're not drunk or are those two different <laughs> things?
3: It depends on the style of pizza. Okay. Probably not though if you're drunk. No ranch when you're drunk? No, no, it depends on the style of pizza if you are not drunk. If you are drunk, then I am sure, not drunk right now it. and I'm not following. Okay. <laughs> If you are eating pizza while drunk, sure, put ranch on whatever you want. Okay. Otherwise, no, there is a time and place for ranch with pizza. I think like oh. delivery pizza, yes. DiGiorno? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. But I, you know, there are certain types of pizza, like for example, Neapolitan pizza. I would not eat ranch with that. You can't um, get it at Rosso anyway. Well, that makes sense to me. I've never asked for it. Mm-mm, don't do it. <laughs>
2: have you? <laughs> no, they, they have a no ranch policy and they have a big bottle of ranch up on the wall. I think it says something like if you want the ranch, it's a thousand dollars. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. No ranch for you. Yeah. Now, Azoli's, which is a sibling restaurant yes. to Connie Rosso and at Thunderbird Pies, yep. you can have ranch. And I think that was maybe to make happy all the very unhappy people who were told they can't have ranch with Connie Rosso pizzas because this is a polarizing topic.
1: I'm not a huge fan of ranch in particular, but I do, as I said before, love that sriracha at Zalot. At so Goodbye Horses last night,
2: when we got our Rhode Island style pizza, they did a, a ranch mixed with Tapatio hot sauce. Oh. Which is similar to some of these others, and it was great, and also, like, orange in color, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. My answer to the ranch question is there's ranch all the time. There's ranch at 3 o'clock in the morning. There's ranch for breakfast pizza. Oh, I lo- for you? Uh-huh. I love ranch on pizza. I don't have to have it, but I just really like it. Uh, I don't eat it at Connie Rosso because they won't let me, um, <laughs> but I would. If they would let me, I would. You- I also hot take like a little blue cheese on the right pizza. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I like it. And so with your ranch, do you dip it or do you drizzle it? Oh, it's a dip. Oh, Always okay. a dip. Okay. Because I've seen people definitely like pour the whole thing on top
2: of yep. their pizza. And if there's no ranch, I'm happy to eat pizza. Pe- I love pizza. It's, it's like right. okay without it. I'm not someone okay. who's not okay. But no, I, I really like ranch dressing on pizza. Also, pizza does feel like a splurge to me, like a like a like a fun thing. So I'm very rarely feeling serious when I'm eating pizza. So I've never once thought I probably shouldn't be doing this.
1: Right, this is frowned upon.
2: Yeah, there's sort of environmental factors that say like, (laughs) yeah, you can dip that in ranch.
1: All right, thanks, guys. And if there's anything you feel like we missed in our pizza discussion or you want to share your pizza thoughts and feels with us, please email us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. That's all the time we have for Eat Drink DFW this week. Thank you all for joining, and I hope we've made you hungry for more. Also, we want to hear your thoughts on pizza or whatever you're eating these days. Email us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. We'd love to share your thoughts on a future episode. The show is produced by Julie Fisk. To stay up to date on every episode of this show and hear more from our newsroom, just follow the Dallas Morning News wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate the show and give us a good review. Find links to everything we do at dallasnews.com slash listen. You'll also find a special membership offer there just for listeners. For the news, I'm Erin Bookie. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.